Welcome and thank you for joining the Kingdom Culture Podcast presented by Kingdom Truth and Power. Our show presents the truth of scripture and revelation knowledge of Jesus the King that challenges our listeners to seek and determine the truth of God for themselves. Now let's get into today's show. Hello everybody and welcome to today's show. This is Terrence with the Kingdom Culture Podcast presented by Kingdom Truth and Power. And today is the first episode of a four-part series uh, in which I titled Hearing God's Voice. And, uh, you know, this is actually, you know, really my first podcast that I'm actually doing. I'm, I'm, I'm not used to doing this or anything. I'm more of a, you know, behind-the-scenes type person. Um, but I, I've, I've felt for a while now that God wanted me to come out and share some really some of the the things that I've learned, the experiences, along with uh, revelations that he has given me uh, and used the podcast platform uh, as, as a means to to sharing the things that God wants people to know. Um, and that's the thing, you know, when, when God reveals certain knowledge, information, wisdom, or whatever, uh, it's not for the person who hears what God is saying, uh, to, to, to keep it to themselves, but it's really for the benefit of others. And so with, uh, with this particular series and me opening my show, talking about the voice of God, um, I really want to put out there the importance and really stress the importance for each and every person, not just believers, but everybody to hear what it is that God is saying, not only from a, a corporate aspect, such as, you know, uh, like a community of people or even as a city or as a nation, but also individually, because God has so much to say. There's so much that he wants us to to know and not only about our situations and our life experiences, but also and mainly as it relates to him. And so I really want to to stress the importance of hearing God's voice uh, and really encourage you to seek that out because we can only benefit from what it is that God has to say. And when when we when we're able to hear what God is saying to us and we can carry that out, then it not only benefits us. It not only it not only blesses us, but it also blesses those around us. And so if there is one thing that I want you to get out of this entire series, and this probably won't be the only show or series that I'll that I'll speak on uh, hearing God's voice. I'm pretty sure I'll probably speak out on, you know, the prophetic and the gift of prophecy and things like that. Um, but at least for this series and or at least this show, this particular episode. I want you to understand that hearing God's voice puts you in a position to align yourself with his will and his purposes, plans, his intentions and influence uh, in, not on, in your life, really, that has both a direct as well as an indirect effect on those around you. And this is all for the sake of, uh, of, of, of the advancement of his kingdom. And so it's from the voice of God. Um, you know, that faith comes and direction for life. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. And so, you know, I, I, I just want to talk to you a little bit about that today. And again, the goal here is to really 
uh, inspire you and encourage you to hear God's voice. Um, you know, I've I've been in my walk with Christ now for almost 20 years. I got I first got saved at the age of uh, 19. I'm now 38. And so through those years, I may have had moments in which I felt God speaking to me and I would at, at during those times I wouldn't necessarily call it him speaking to me although that's probably what he was doing um I just called them I felt that God put on my heart you know and that, that sounds kind of impersonal as if someone just came along and just dropped something you know on you and then walked away um but I felt oh, as, uh, that I had those moments and those encounters but then I just didn't recognize it as God actually speaking to me. Um, and so, again, it's just it's, it's important for us to really be able to recognize, um, for one, that God wants to speak to us. And two, uh, how he speaks to us. And then three, us recognizing when and how he's speaking to us. And so I want to go ahead and uh, get started here. Um, and I really want to talk to you first and foremost about uh, the need to hear his voice. Um, there are a few passages of scripture that I'll just reference. I'm not going to read them or anything like that, but I'll just reference them and maybe talk a, a little bit about them. Um, but the need to hear his voice really comes from uh, John chapter 10, verses 1 through 17, where Jesus talks about being the, the good shepherd. And what's important is that not only does he proclaim himself to be the good shepherd and that's who he is um, but he also says that his sheep know his voice and they follow him but the voice of another they will not follow and I think that's key because I believe that with God we're all his children all right there are people in, in Christian circles and, and denominations and things like that which will say only those who believe in Christ are the children of God. But the fact of the matter is that we all came from God. We are all spirit beings who live in a body and we possess a soul. We were made in the image and after the in the image of God and after his likeness. So because we came from God, he is the progenitor, we are all God's children. And it's just like in the natural, if you beget children, they may they may not act like how you want them to act. But that does not take away or negate the fact that they are your child. And so we are all God's children and God expects us. He, he, he wants us to have this relationship with him. And I believe the expectation here that Jesus is saying is that we are who are his sheep. We hear his voice. And a lot of times that comes out of relationship. And sometimes it comes from out of, out of concern uh, from God because he may be trying to steer our lives in a certain direction and he may speak to us even though our spirit may not be able to respond to him uh, the way that it, it, it should as we are born again but there is a function of our spirit known as the conscience in which God can use that to kind of steer our lives in the direction that he needs it to go and sometimes we go against it sometimes we follow it but a lot of times we end up saying, you know, something told me or I just had this feeling or whatever. And a lot of times it's God speaking to us. But we but we being his sheep, uh, uh, 
there is that expectation of God that when he speaks to us, that we are able to hear his voice and we're able to follow it. Now, one other important thing I want you to take note of here is that Jesus said that the voice of another they will not follow. All right. And what I what what, what I what I recognize from that is that he never said the voice of another they will not hear. Because there's many voices out there. There's voices of, 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 of life and, 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 you know, situations that arises in our lives that we have to make decisions on and that we have to face. <clears throat> Excuse me. There are uh, voices of other people. There are, of course, uh, voices in the demonic uh, realm that, that will try to speak to us. There's the, the, you know, the voice of fear, the voice of anxiety, the, the voice of reason. There's all these different voices. But Jesus said that the voice of another they will not follow. He never said that, that they would not hear it. And I believe that is key there because the moment you hear another voice that is not the voice of God and you begin to follow that voice, then you actually be, end up becoming uh, and, you, and you, you, you have the potential of becoming sheep of another voice. And so we, uh, we have to understand uh, and, and, and know what voice am I going to listen to? Because listen, there are a lot of things going on in our world, not just globally, you know, and in and, and this conglomerate uh, uh, social class of, 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 of earth and, and, and the world as we know it, but also individually in our lives. We have certain things that that affect us directly and. The things that we can't control, the external things that happens around us tends to have either a direct or an indirect effect on us. And so what do you do when you're in those situations and things that are unexpected happens and things that, that, that come up out of the blue that you're totally unaware of? It, it, it begins to, to shake your world and shake the very foundation of whatever it is that you're trusting in. And so... God promises us that he'll tell us things to come. But if we can't hear what God is saying, then how are we going to prepare and position ourselves to be able to face those things that are to come? And so you even look at things such as, you know, the, the current pandemic uh, with the coronavirus and whatnot. You know, people, you know, are, are driven by the fear behind it um, because we understand that, look, at least one thing that we knew that we know about it is that uh, soap and water, alcohol, things like that can kill the, the virus right on the spot, you know, on surfaces, on our hands, our skin or whatever. You use soap and water, you know, at least 70 percent alcohol, uh, you can kill the virus. That's not really the problem. The problem is actually the fear that operates behind the virus that is causing people to to really be in a panic. And so what do you do in those situations? Because you don't know anything about this. And so a lot of people are relying on scientists, the CDC, the government uh, and, and, and other quote unquote experts to to get their information in order to know how they need to conduct their lives and continue on with what they hope can be, you know, getting back to normal. But I believe that with every every problem every 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 issue god has a solution 
And this is why it's important to hear God's voice. And I, I want to share something with you um, that God spoke to me and how I need to handle this this pandemic. Now, again, this is specifically for me because I asked him about it because of something and how this was a, a, affecting me directly. Um, you know, one of the things is that when I was in prayer uh, with a with a close uh, friend of mine who who I consider to be a brother, uh, you know, we prayed and we asked God about this, and we do something what was called a prophetic prayer, where we'll pray, we'll either present a question to God or we'll ask God to give us something that we can actually prophesy and release to each other to help us hear how God is speaking to us and and step out on faith that comes from that hearing so that we can actually be confident and release it to each other. And one of the things that we asked was about this coronavirus. And one of the things that God spoke to us is that it won't last as long as they as as people are saying. Now, to God that that can mean, you know, something totally different than what we may think in our natural mind, you know, um but I believe that God God spoke to us and told us that it won't last as long as what you know a lot of people are saying and so one of the other things that he spoke to us is that that we're covered you know that 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 god has us covered um and i kind of think about psalms 91 where i believe it says um they that dwell in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty and then it goes down further and says uh, a, a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand but it will not come near you and so I think of God covering us like that and, and protecting us from whatever is out there. But even with that said, and, and, and I received it, I believe God spoke that again to me personally and privately at another time. But still, there was still something about this that was causing me to have a certain level of anxiety a certain level of, of even fear that when I went out in public to take care of business away from home, that what if I went to the wrong area or what if somebody, you know, that I had no idea about, you know, coughed or sneezed and, you know, those 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 particles and, and droplets are still floating through the air and I happen to, you know, walk by it or something like that with or without a mask on. You know, am I going to bring this stuff back home to my wife and to my children? You know, am I going to affect, you know, them? And it was just causing a certain level of anxiety and, and fear within me that I was trying to combat. And so I would have moments where I felt like, oh, my goodness, you know, like, like my, my, my chest was either heavy. And of course, you know, you start feeling that and you hear one of the signs of the coronavirus is, you know, uh, tightness of, of chest and, 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 you know, breathing issues and things like that. And I just was like, what is going on with this? And so when I would have those kind of episodes, I wasn't sure if it was just anxiety or if I actually got the virus and, and maybe I heard God wrong or something. And so I had to go to God one day and I had to, and I asked him, I said, God, I said, I need your help with, with really dealing with this this situation this virus because i said it's causing a certain level of anxiety and fear and i do not want to walk in either of those and it seems like as no sooner than i than i said that it's like god spoke to my spirit and my spirit just transmitted that to my mind to help me understand what it is that god is saying and so what he told me and again like i said this is this was specifically for me 
I'm not saying that you have to follow it or that you should follow it or God is even saying the same thing to you. But as I say it, if you feel, if you feel that God is speaking this to you, then and then, then receive it and take it by faith and, and, and stand on what he has said, what he's saying to you. But what he said to me was, when you go out in public, take your mask with you. And if you happen to go into a place of business that requires you to wear the mask, then be compliant, wear your mask. If you go to a place of business where they don't require you to wear the mask, then you don't have to wear the mask. I have you covered. The purpose of wearing the mask or having the mask with me is so that I can be in compliant with a company's policy so that I can conduct whatever business I need to, to conduct there. And so he said... What this is going to do is that it's going to help you to to really transform your mind in order to get my mind back to the place it was prior to this whole pandemic. Because prior to the pandemic, we didn't think about coronavirus. We didn't think about, you know, this 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 thing that that we can contract in that way will cause respiratory issues and things like that we weren't thinking about any of that we go did what we need to do come back home whatever and so what i would do is i i, I stepped out on faith and i and i started doing that and so what i would do is i would call i'll go out i will i would take my mask with me and i would also have some hand sanitizer and i would do what i need to do when i got back to my car I'll go ahead and use sand sanitizer, you know, rub it on my hands. I'll come home, do what I need to do, uh, wash my hands. And that was that. And I started to notice that my, my, that, that anxiety and that fear slowly began to subside and dissipate to where now when I go out, I don't have that fear. And even when I come back home, I don't feel that anxiety and that heaviness of on my chest or anything like that. But imagine had I not been able to hear or and recognize what it is that God was saying to me as I asked him a question on how to deal with it. What is the solution that's going to help me in this situation? Had I not been, been able to hear him, I would probably still be dealing with those things and and who knows what you know where where I would actually be and so you know keeping that in mind it takes me to you know something that Jesus said in his wilderness temptations um in Matthew chapter 4 where you know he was he was fasting for 40 days and you know when his fasting was over here comes satan tempting him to turn um a stone into bread in order to satisfy his flesh but Jesus said, using the scripture, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that's crucial for us because that's how this is how we ought to live when things happen or when we're when there's decisions that need to be made or even before there are decisions to be made. We should be in constant communication with God and being able to hear and act on what it is that he's saying, because in that comes life and it comes peace. When we follow after the spirit, there is life and there is peace as we follow after the spirit. But we have to be able to hear what he is saying. Now, the, there in, in Matthew chapter four, verse four, there is a very important Greek word that is used there 
for the word word. And that Greek word is rhema. And the word rhema simply means a matter um, or saying something. It actually means a matter, a saying um, in which whatever is being spoken is being spoken in that point in time. It is something being presently spoken at that particular time. So as I'm speaking right now, what I'm speaking is I'm speaking rhema because I'm speaking at this present moment in time. And that's the word that Jesus used in uh, verse four of Matthew four, where he says that we that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every rhema or everything that God is presently speaking in the moment. That's how we ought to live that proceeds out of the mouth of God. It's different than logos, uh, which is an expression or even a person that being Christ. And it's different than the Greek word graphe, which is scripture or writings, whether it be a passage or a collective whole. All right, so Jesus is telling us that we ought to live by the rhema of God. Now, as we begin to hear God's voice, along with hearing his voice comes faith. And when we look at Romans chapter 10, verse 17, it says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And that word again is rhema of God. So when God, when we hear what God is speaking, what it is that he is saying, then faith comes. Faith is a gift that comes with hearing God's word. It's, 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 what, it's hearing God's word. It's hearing what it is that he is saying that produces a faith in us to be confident to carry things out. Listen, you, you, you've heard stories of people who said, who, who, who firmly believe that either God told them to do something. And a lot of times, you know, these, these things are, are heinous acts, you know, whether killing somebody. And some people even say that, uh, that, that, that Satan told him to do something or whatever. They heard something. They heard a voice. And they were so compelled by what they heard that they actually had enough confidence and trust and belief in that thing to actually carry it out. And this is how the apostles operated. They operated off of what they heard spoken. And they had enough faith and belief, trust, confidence uh, uh, in what they heard God say that they were able to go around and do the things that they've done. From miracles to healings, raising people from the dead, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, whatever it is that, that needed to be done, they did it by hearing what God was saying. And so for us, the need to hear God's voice is so crucial in our day and time because again we, we're dealing with uh with with uh bio chemical issues viruses uh social injustice economic volatility the the need to hear what god is saying is 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 of utmost importance for us because people are looking for solutions and when you don't have a solution to a problem then you feel like you're left to your own devices your own uh, reasoning your own plans and 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 whatnot and it makes it very difficult to come to a resolution because everybody's going to have their own way of wanting to get things done but if we hear what god is saying and we can put our faith in that and then move to carry it out 
and we begin to see solutions to our problems. And so God just isn't concerned about about us hearing what he has to say as as individuals, but he's also concerned about what it is that he has to say when it comes to things of science, when it comes to things of business, when it comes to things of social injustice and 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 law, uh, when it comes to economic, arts and entertainment, uh, the media, uh, education, you know, all of these different areas, God has much to say about it. But we keep missing the solution if we continue to fail to hear what it is that he's saying and at least be willing to say, okay, God, what do you have to say about this? What is it that you want to say that's going to bring us long lasting solutions? And so in hearing God's voice, I want to say this in hearing his voice it's very important that God will not do anything in the earth without man. Because he gave the earth to man. It says the heavens belongs to the Lord, but the earth he gave to man. And so when God speaks from heaven and man is able to hear what God is speaking from heaven, then we must be able to take that and declare it in the earth. So we must declare in the earth what the king is speaking from heaven. Anything else that we speak that is contrary to what God is speaking uh, will result in failure. And, 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 and in addition to that, it could actually be uh, go as far as treason, treason or going rogue, because now you're, 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 you are putting something else, another word, another saying, um, another solution in place of what the king has spoken. And so, uh, it's important to understand, you know, the, the, the concept of kingdom, uh, in which I'll be talking much about that in later shows and whatnot, but we have to understand that, that earth is supposed to be an extension of heaven and that the rule of God in heaven is supposed to extend to the realm of earth. So when God speaks from heaven, he expects someone from earth to hear declare what it is that he's saying and carry out so that his plans, purposes, will, intentions, and influences can permeate the earth just like they do in heaven. So what else? Well, going back to what I was saying in John chapter 10, when we, when we hear God speak, he considers us to be his sheep. And I don't want you to think of sheep as being some mindless uh, 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 a creation that doesn't have a mind of its own or or that's just dumb and, and robotic. That's not the idea that, that Jesus is saying. A sheep, we, we understand natural sheep are, are basically dumb. If, if, if they don't have a shepherd, then they just wander, they just aimlessly wander around and they, they put themselves in, in situations that can be endangering to them. From a spiritual aspect, yes, that's how we can be because we have no spiritual guide. But Jesus is not calling us to be robotic or anything like that. He's just telling us that in order for us to, to, to lead lives that are directed by God, we have to hear his voice. Now, when we hear the voice of other things or other people or other influences, 
then like I said uh, a little bit ago, we put ourselves in a position where we become sheep of another. And when we become sheep of another, it actually opens up that potential and that risk to be manipulated by others um, in which Jesus calls thieves or rob and robbers, um, as well as those who may prey on our immaturity if we are immature uh, believers or at least immature in hearing God's voice. So hearing his voice, it mitigates that potential. Notice I said mitigate. I didn't say completely eliminate, but it mitigates it because as we begin to learn to hear from God, then we are now putting ourselves in a position to where we can do what it is that he is uh, 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 looking for us to do or commanding us to do where we will not be manipulated, taken advantage of by others or anything like that. Um, you know, God doesn't want us to, to, to basically be under the influence of witchcraft because that's exactly what manipulation is. Manipulation is a form of witchcraft. So that's the second point I want to bring out here is that hearing his voice, it mitigates that potential for manipulation and even being taken advantage of by others. Look, and I want to, um, I want to share a story with you here, uh, because, I felt like I was in that position before where I was I was I was being manipulated, um, being taken advantage of. And this was again when I when 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 I gave my life to the Lord in the first church I was going to, you know, I, I was there for almost ten years, basically from around two thousand one to about two thousand eight, two thousand nine or something like that. Um you know actually might have been 2010 but it was somewhere between 2008 2010 um during that that length of time you know the 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 underlying message that i kind of you know saw was that if you weren't the preacher the pastor or you know considered to be the the prophet of the house um really God didn't you know God wasn't really going to speak to you and if he did speak to you then you needed to run it by the pastor so that they can confirm or make sure that what it is that God may be speaking to you is actually coming from God and so I never really you know claimed to have recognized that God was telling me anything or speaking anything to me um and so there were moments in which uh, and I and I share a lot of this story in another um, another podcast that I have uh, recorded um, where I talk about you know what is a solution kingdom or religion and at the time I was dating the the daughter of the pastor in which they basically you know would tell me well God put you guys together you know you're you're destined to be married and whatnot and you know pretty much they understood and they saw that you know that that I had a lot of potential um they they considered me to be you know educated intelligent um you know very good with money uh you know generous because I would go above and beyond when it came to tithes and tithes and offerings and 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 just basically doing anything I could do to help and so they they I felt like at that time looking back that they took that 
and try to use it to their advantage and really manipulate me and trying to get me to marry their daughter so that I would basically be <clears throat> a lifelong committed person to that particular ministry. And after a while, I just began to look at at everything and, and, and ask myself some questions. I'm just like, okay, if God is putting us together, then why is he putting me together with someone who really doesn't even want to be with me? You know, I mean, I've, 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 I've treated this girl, you know, really good. Um, you know, I, I, was, I was always there even when times in which, you know, she no longer wanted to be with me and she got herself caught up in different situations and whatnot. You know, I was always there. But I didn't get the same in return. So I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, well, you know, what's up with that? Like, why would God put me with somebody like this um, and whatnot? And even after I had proposed and she, you know, she 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 accepted uh, a, a few short months later, she ended up giving me the ring back and and, you know, said that she didn't want to get married. And so at that point, I'm like, OK, somebody's lying here. Either God is lying by saying that he's put me with that me and her are, are meant for each other or they're lying. And I said, and I refuse to believe that God is lying. So at that point, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I felt for a while that God was telling me to leave. And I, just, I kept staying because I felt like the pastor needed the help and they were getting up in age. And if I left, then who's going to basically, you know, uh, uh, take over my duties and things like that. And I just had to, you know, sit down and really contemplate and think. If God called that ministry into being, he'll take care of it regardless of who's there or not. And so I made the decision to leave. And after I left and I looked back, I was just like, man, it's, I, I, it's like things just really opened up to me. And I was just like, wow, I was really being used for their benefit and even manipulated into trying to marry their daughter. And I'm just like, imagine had I had I stayed, you know, what would have happened? But I believe a lot of that could have been avoided had I been, one, taught to hear from God for myself and then me being able to recognize when God was actually speaking and not confuse his voice for, for another. Or at least, you know, not allow any other voice to take precedence over his voice. And so... Along with that, I, 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 I tr this is why I truly believe that anybody, especially anyone who gets who, who gets saved for the first time, born again believer, getting saved, and you want to know what is the first thing that I should do. I would say what I would say to that, and this is going to make a lot of people upset, but I don't care because I know that what we need especially as born again believers and, and new converts um, and, and, and I don't even really like saying converts but you know kingdom born citizens is that you have to hear God's voice that's the first and foremost because if you can't hear what the king is saying then you're going to end up following somebody the first thing a person should not do is go to church that's, that's probably the, the, the last place that you would want to go is go to church I would highly recommend that you find some reading material, maybe from Derek Prince, 
um, uh, John Eckhart has some may have some good books, but um, you want to you really want to research and find material that's going to help you uh, learn how to hear God's voice. Um, find some good kingdom ministries that will teach and train people on things like the gifts of the spirit, the gift of prophecy, prophetic activations, things like that. Um, that way, as you as you train and sharpen your spiritual senses to hear from God, you can release what it is that God is saying to others and others can release things to you and you can kind of get that confirmation and, and kind of see how that flow happens. But going to, to, to church, which in, in which a lot of churches and I'll probably go as far as to say, if not most churches are operating under the spirit and system of religion and religion will not help you to hear what God is saying. Religion will keep you boxed in. So the other thing that I want to share with you here is, uh, is, is my third and probably my final point. Um, and that's really that when you hear God's voice for yourself, especially if you've been uh, entrenched in religion, um, whether it be re the religion of Christianity, whether it be Hinduism, Buddhism, uh, 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 Muslim, Islamic faith, you know, whatever, you know, Scientology, whatever, any any other religious type of belief system, if you've been in that, um, I, I feel that hearing God's voice is 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 just as refreshing as someone who may just be, you know, coming from a life, you know, who may have lived their life in the streets or just feeling like they were just a good person and ain't do certain things or whatever. But when you hear God's voice. It just gives you a refreshed relationship with him. It's a newness. It's it's life-giving. And again, I don't care whether you're coming out of religion, tradition, a life of sin, or whatever. When you hear his voice and, and you recognize it as God speaking to you, there is such a newness of life that comes with it because God has given you in an encounter with him and allowing you to experience him. And when you know that God is speaking to you, there's just nothing like it. So with that being said, uh, I think I'm going to leave you guys uh, here with that uh, and, and, and everything that I've said so far. But uh, I really hope that this has encouraged you to seek the voice of God for yourself. Um, for me, it's just been a blessing. Uh, like, you know, I've, I've been in religion for about 15 years and it's just, it's, 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 it's just no good. It, 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 it blinds and blocks people from actually seeing God and seeing God for real, who he truly is. Um, religion tends to be very, uh, legalistic in, in nature and when I got out of it, uh, I really wasn't sure where to go. And, you know, thank God he led me uh, to someone who can explain, um, you know, what the kingdom of God is and, you know, expose me to it, expose me to the voice of God. 
And since then, uh, that was in 2015, late 2015, early 2016. And I didn't really recognize and acknowledge hearing the voice of God for myself until uh, sometime in 2000, like I said, late 2015, late 2016. And, you know, it's it's just been amazing since. I'm not going to say there's been times in which, you know, things have been difficult, rough or hard and where I had moments to where I just felt like I couldn't hear God um, or anything. And I'm not saying that I'm that I always hear God. And so, um, I just under I just understand now, you know, that that there's a process when it comes to hearing from God that He may take you through. And for me, when I first started hearing Him, it, felt, it seemed like I was just hearing Him all the time, and then all of a sudden it seemed like things just stopped, and I didn't understand it. And then later on, and I was like, okay. I understand now because I, I feel like God, you know, kind of spoke to me a bit about, you know, what happened, but he wanted me to be able to hear his voice in other ways, not just one particular way. And so now I get it. And so now I try to open myself up to any way that God may speak and he can speak in so many different ways. And so, you know, one thing I want to leave you guys with here is, um, is just really ask yourself, have you heard, have I heard uh, the voice of God for myself? And if you're not really sure, you know, maybe go back over some things that you felt that God may have been saying and, and, and test it, you know. And if, and if you felt like you've heard God's voice for yourself, then ask yourself, you know, well, how, how do I know? You know, you want to be sure that you're actually hearing the voice of God and not the voice of, of something else or even someone else. You know, and if you haven't heard God's voice for yourself and you would like to know, you know, how you can begin doing so, you know, take some of the things that I was just saying a bit ago about, you know, finding some good material, doing some research, um, asking God to lead you to someone who knows how to hear from him and that can teach you. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's 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 going to be. Is going to be crucial to to your life because he's come to give us life. He didn't come to take it away. And part of that life comes by what he says and hearing what it is that he says. So I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, I I truly am humbled and blessed, and I want to say thank you uh, for tuning in and and listening to this the whole way through. Um, Part two of this series will be um, my wife and I, and we'll be talking about, really, I will let her do most of the talking because it's really going to be her experience of when she heard God's voice and the promise that he gave regarding our our first child. Um, so I'm pretty much going to let her give her testimony and the experience that she went through um, as, as, as far as hearing from God. Uh, in part three, I have a special guest who is actually my mentor, and my apostle, the one who actually um, God uh, brought across my path, who has really and who continues to teach me about the kingdom of God and hearing God's voice and and help me to uh, recognize my calling, which has also been confirmed. Um, I went on uh a mission trip with him to Cuba 
Uh, he travels all over um, and, and whatnot. He hasn't done any traveling lately because of the whole pandemic and whatnot. But, you know, he usually goes like, to Africa and, um, you know, in Cuba. He's been to El Salvador. He's been in so many different places. But, you know, he's my apostle. He's my good friend. He's my brother in Christ. And, um, you know, I love him for all that he has done, has shown me. And um, just the type of person that he is because he's the type of person that when I look at his life, and I see what it is that, that he that he's doing for the Lord and where his heart is at. It encourages me and it actually compels me to want to be, get closer to God. And so when I go to him for certain advice or counsel, I take what he says very close to heart because I look at the way that he lives his life. And so he'll be on the show in part three and then in part four. I'll have another special guest, uh, which which is another brother of mine who the Lord has been helping me to teach how to hear his voice. And we'll kind of just be, you know, doing like a little interview uh, session with him and just kind of seeing what he has to say. So with that, I'll leave you here again for the product, the third or fourth time. But I want to thank you for joining Kingdom Culture Podcast. Again, this is your host, Terrence Lockett, presented by Kingdom Truth and Power. Until next time, may God's blessing rest upon you. May his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Culture Podcast. We truly hope and pray that you have enjoyed today's show and that it has inspired you to seek the truth and kingdom of God. It is also our prayer that you find comfort and solutions to life situations. Until next time, may God's kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven.